everyone and welcome back to The Ride Podcast. This episode is part of a six-part series with Warwick Schiller where he breaks down training ideas. G'day everyone, it's Warwick Schiller and welcome back to the Horse and Rider podcast. You know, I get a lot of questions on social media and email from people uh, who are having a problem with their horse, but a lot of times the the thing I get from their question is they saying, I'm so frustrated because I can't get my horse to whatever. And instead of just giving him the answer to the problem, a lot of times I will say, what then? And they come back, they, they say, what do you mean, what then? I go, well, when we get this problem solved, will your life with horses be complete? And will you live happily ever after? Or will you have a new challenge? And will you face it with the same level of frustrated frustration that you faced the last one with? And so, you know, a lot of times people are struggling with whatever issue they're having with their horse. And a lot of times it's the frustration that they're experiencing while they're in that struggle that's causing the you know the causing the problem to be much worse than it is and what you have to understand is that there you know it's not just upward progress all the time doing anything it's not just a, a straight uphill you know going forward all the time there's going to be times of stagnation and you just have to be able to you know, keep an even keel in those times when you are not really getting anywhere. And there's a really good book if you want to learn more about this. There's a really good book called Mastery by George Leonard. And George Leonard was an Aikido master, but he talks about in that book how when you when you start a new, you know, a new hobby, new practice, new sport, new whatever, and you know nothing about it at the start, Every little bit you learn is like you're heading, you're, you're getting more knowledge, you're going uphill and you think this is really good. And so you, you, all ten, you tend to start out with this, this upward surge that he calls it and it goes up and then it'll kind of get a little bit worse and then you flatten out and he calls this the plateau. And he says you'll be on the plateau for quite a while. There's this, there's this spot where you just don't seem to be getting any better and he, in the book, he has a graph, and a graph of, you know, progress. And it, like I said, there's the upward surge, then it drops down a little bit, and then there's this long, flat place, the plateau. And it goes on for a long time. And then there's another upward surge. And then there's another little drop-off. And then there's this long, flat plateau again. And what's happening when you're on the plateau is you are practicing the skills you need to have the next upward surge, you know, the next... Uh-huh, got it moment. And you can't get that just by snapping your fingers and just doing it. There's there's some work involved. And so, uh, you know, he, he says that you spend, in that book, he says you spend most of your time on the plateau. So you have to learn to love the plateau. You've got to learn for, you've got to love to be stuck on that plateau, what he calls practicing for practice's sake and not because you're going to get anywhere out of it. And in there, he references one of the most uh, spiritual of the ancient Hindu practices, which is called Karma Yoga. And Karma Yoga is applying yourself to a task 
with no thought as to the outcome of that task. And so you are just, you're just doing the work. You are not doing the work with the end result in mind. And a good friend of mine from New Zealand who's a equestrian mindset coach, Jane Pike, she was our mental coach for the World Equestrian Games in 2018. She says, if you're doing the work while you're focusing on the outcome, you're not doing the work. And it, it really doesn't matter what you're doing. Jane these days really specializes in, uh, I would say, resetting the nervous system. Because what she did for a long time was help people with their, you know, their anxiety problems under saddle. She helped us with the competition stuff, but mostly it's fear-based stuff she works with. And she had a big epiphany here a couple of years ago to where she realized that the, they really need to be able to, to um, learn how to reset their own nervous system. And when you're doing that stuff, it takes a bit of work. And, you know, you've just got to do that work. And she says, if you're doing the work while you're focused on the outcome, you're not doing the work. And I've read different articles about uh, Tom Dorrance and about how he was very process-oriented and not results-oriented. And he could just be in the moment and just do whatever it is he was doing and it, it seems like he had the most patience in the world. And that's the thing about patience is a lot of people think I'm patient, but actually I'm quite, I'm quite impatient. But I know the, the reason it looks like I'm patient is because I, I, I'm, I'm prepared to just do the work over and over and over. But I'm not patient. I'm actually impatient. And the reason I do that work over and over and over because I've tried to skip the work and not get anywhere and had to go back and do the work over and over and over again. So that's, you know, that's a pretty common thing that people struggle with. And we've got a young girl from Colorado named Kendall who's just come to work for us. And I've, there's been some, she's got her own horse that she bought with her. And there's been some exercises that I've had her doing where she might be doing the same thing every day for a week. And it doesn't, initially it doesn't seem like it's getting anywhere. And then, you know, five days later, her horse is completely different. And it's, and she hasn't actually even worked on the most of the things that have changed. And the exercise I had her doing, I call it the circle exercise. And it's a very common exercise in the reining is you just put your horse on a circle and, you know, at a lope and turn loose of them. And you've got that circle on the ground kind of mapped out in your head. And as long as they're on the inside of that circle, anywhere in that circle, you leave them alone. But if they leave the circle, if they go out and they cross that line heading out, you just pick up on your inside rein and take your hand real wide and just steer them back in. Sometimes they will cross the middle of that circle and come out the other side and you get to steer them back in and it ends up looking like a, you know, electron going around an atom. Sometimes it looks like that and sometimes they just get stuck on one side of the circle and they go out and you steer them in and they duck around and they go out and you steer them in. And, you and her mare, when she first came here, at a lope, she was real ducky and divey and kind of did like this crab walky canter where she half cantered sideways and she was just kind of all over the place. And I, I, I said to Kendall, you know what, I think the best exercise we could do with her at the lope is just do this, this circle exercise. And so I showed her how to do it. And the first day it was just, the mare would go out of the circle, Kendra would steer back in, the mare would go straight out. And so there's just this steer, these tiny little circles. And, you know, it looked like a bit of a mess. And after about five days, it took about five days till that mare loped one perfectly round circle on a loose rein without Kendall steering her. But it wasn't she just loped a circle. Her cadence had changed, her legs had slowed down, 
her she was more balanced uh she wasn't doing the crab walk thing when she first started that mare had was really hollow in the back and had a head stuck up in the air and five days later of doing that exercise she looked completely different but n most of the things that w that were different about her we hadn't worked on we hadn't worked on her carrying her head better we hadn't worked on her holding her shoulders up straight we hadn't worked on her not crab walking sideways we hadn't walked worked on her ducking and diving all we did was that circle exercise and a couple of days later i was talking to Kendall and she goes you know for, for a while there i was really just struggling with that because it seemed like i wasn't getting anywhere and i said well the thing about that exercise and a lot of things that you do is if you don't know for sure that it's going to work it can seem like it's just uh, you know you just it's you you're just wasting your time it's not getting any better but it, that's one of those exercises that really makes horses think and they really have to get their mind around the whole thing and this is where it's good to have a mentor someone who's been there before and you know done the work been through the whole thing come out the other end because if you decide you're going to do an exercise and you don't know it works or you're just making things up you know you, you kind of get to the point you know like after day three of Kendall she if she if I hadn't kept if I hadn't been there saying no keep going you're on the right track keep going she probably would have went this is not working and so this is where you've kind of got to have a a mentor someone who's been there before and you know it's really interesting we had a, a intern a number of years ago and she she was really into salsa dancing and she was so into salsa dancing that she actually went to went to college in Mexico City so she could immerse herself in the salsa dancing scene in Mexico City while she was at college and she told me a dance saying and I think it really applies to horses too but she said beginning dancers tend to take intermediate lessons and intermediate dancers tend to take advanced lessons but advanced dancers take beginning lessons and you know it's I think I know you know probably 20 years ago I, w I could get a certain amount done with my reining horses and I wanted them to do more and what I was doing was I was trying to do I was trying to do more to get them to do more you know I was trying to ask for more to get them to do more and I was lucky enough to get some help from some people who were much better than I was and they didn't have me do more they had me do less they actually had me slow down and they actually had me work on the basics the little things and it's and it's amazing that dance saying you know beginning dancers tend to take intermediate lessons and intermediate dancers tend to take advanced lessons and advanced dancers take beginning lessons and I think if you're at that intermediate stage and you want to kind of get into the advanced stage you tend to think more 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 and you can tend to get stuck there but a lot of times what you've got to do is be able to go back to the basics and get those right and it's it's you know so you basically got to go back to another plateau <laughs> you got to go backwards and you get on another plateau where you're just doing these basics but perfecting the basics is what is what makes the big things easy the big things if you try to make the big things work and you don't perfect those basics the it, it, it is difficult if not impossible but when you get the basics perfected then the big things become easy and and you know the basics you can only perfect those basics as as much as you're able to to see them you know i i, 
they know a guy who was a black belt in karate when he was 12 and and when he got to be a black belt he thought now i want to learn some more stuff and i want to be a second degree black belt but what he didn't realize was to be a second degree black belt you don't learn new things you go back to the beginning and you go through all the same steps you've gone through up to this point in time but you do it with a black belt's eyes and a black belt's experience and you cannot experience that stuff as a black belt the first time around it's not possible so you know that those those basics you know usually a lot of times you get to the intermediate level and when you have someone who's advanced takes you back and, and makes you break the basics down again you're probably almost ready to see them differently but you think well I've learned the basics I did that back when I was a beginner but those basics you know they they're the, they're the key to all the big stuff and and when you go back to those basics you'll you will be on that plateau again and like I said your your outlook on that on that plateau will really determine whether you succeed or not if you are if you're just doing this stuff so I can get to the end, I can get to the next thing, it won't work very good. You've really got to be present and in the moment, just working on it for, for you know, for the work's sake, not for the, for the outcome of the whole thing. So hopefully that gives you guys a little bit of an idea about um, how you can avoid being frustrated. And just to recap that, you know, be aware that you will be on that plateau for a while but the thing that, that gives you the, the faith to keep going and keep doing the same thing over and over and over is the fact that you've, you've probably got a mentor somewhere who said, keep doing this and it will work. Otherwise, you know, because the, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting the results to change. If you don't know that doing that basic thing over and over is going to help you out. So I would suggest that uh, if you're stuck like that, get yourself a mentor and uh, they can really get you on the right track so but like i said i really think that our our outlook on what we're doing we're on the when we're on the um when we're on that plateau is is the the make or break thing from the whole thing so uh, i hope that gives you something to think about and join us here again next time on the horse and rider podcast thank you guys for tuning in to this special episode of the ride stay tuned as we release regular episodes of the ride podcast if you enjoyed this episode with Warwick, please email us at horseandrider at aimmedia.com to let us know.